Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Back in early September, Apple had their announcement for the iPhone 7. And much to everyone's surprise, Shigeru Miyamoto was there to announce that Nintendo was going to be making full games for uh, mobile, namely iOS, and then later porting them to Android. Um, We haven't seen anything from them since. They told us that Super Mario Run was coming. They showed us some video of it. It looked great. Um, But they didn't say anything about price other than we would know more by the end of the year. Fast forward to today, which is November 15th, 2016, uh, Nintendo uh, PR finally announced that Super Mario Run will be coming out uh, this year on December 15th. Uh, It can be downloaded from the App Store at no cost, and uh, players can try various elements of the game for free. Uh, then if you want to get unlimited access to all of the different modes in the release, in this release, sorry, uh, that'll be $9.99. So let's talk about that. First off, the release date, they, they said it was going to be before the end of the year. Nintendo is, uh, famous for delaying things and they didn't delay this. So good job, Nintendo. Um, that's, assuming that it comes out in 30 days from now, like they said. The one thing that concerns me here is the way that they phrased from PR, what, what the way that they phrased their announcement. So let me read it real quick. This is the first ever mobile game featuring the most iconic video game hero of all time goes on sale for iPhone and iPad on December 15th in United States time zones. Super Mario Run can be downloaded from the App Store at no cost, so it's a freemium game. And players can try elements of the game's three modes for free. Still sounds fine with me. Once the game has been downloaded, a one-time payment of $9.99 will grant unlimited access to each of the three modes in this release. I think $9.99 is a perfectly fair price. But notice the way that they phrased it at the end there. That one-time payment will grant unlimited access to each of the three modes in this release. So what that tells me is that Nintendo is planning or they're going to test the waters and see how it goes. And if things go well, they're going to bring out more modes that then you can pay for, for more later. I really don't have a problem with this. And I know a lot of people are going to be saying, well, wait a second. $10 is expensive for a game. Yes, $10 is expensive for a game on iOS or Android. But that's because people just generally don't value the games that are made there. I think that Nintendo, given their history of making fantastic games... I think it's perfectly reasonable to think that $10 is a fair price. Actually, I would say more than fair price 
uh, for a Mario game that you can play anytime you want because everybody's got their phones with them all the time. I think that's a good idea. Uh, and not only that, but you can try it for free. So, and by the way, people who make games for iOS and Android, especially iOS, uh, Android has a demo um, process built into the Google Play Store. Apple does not have a demo process unless the developer sets it up like this so you can download the game and then do an in-app purchase to unlock all of the other stuff. More companies that put out, more developers that put out games for iOS need to do what Nintendo's doing here. Give us some, uh, just the first taste for free and increase the price. Stop trying to sell everything at 99 cents and then hitting us for more money later. That's not cool. I want to be able to test your game, check out the demo, see if it's worth getting, and if I like it, I would be much happier to give you $10 right up front than have you nickel and dime it from me later on. When I think of Nintendo, I think of quality games. Uh, sure, sometimes they make really bad choices when it comes to marketing or when it comes to hardware or when it comes to pricing. But I think that they've really done a good job. I fully expected this game to be $20 minimum from Nintendo. Kind of like Square. Square sells Final Fantasy games, which are usually fairly flimsy ports, for, I think, $17 is the cheapest you can usually get for them. And not only that, but this is... Uh, uh, but those those games are usually you buy it for your iPhone or your iPad. You can't play it on both. Now, at, up until this point, or at this point, I mean, Nintendo has not yet told us whether or not this is going to be a universal app. Can we download it from the App Store and play pay for it once and play it on both our iPhone and our iPad? I'm not sure. I really hope so. Um, what do you guys think about this? Do you think it's a good deal? I think it's a really good deal. Let me know if you disagree. Okay, Nintendo fans, we have a couple of quick stories to talk about today. One of them is uh, like two days old, but I didn't have time to record it. And that is the leaked quote-unquote price of the Nintendo Switch. Uh, it started out with UK, uh, or actually no, it started out with Canadian uh, Toys R Us listing the price of the Switch at $329.99 Canadian, which translates to roughly uh, $250 US. And then it was another source, which was uh, UK retailer Game. Uh, they priced the, the Switch at £199. And then that roughly transfer, trans, transverts, translates, roughly translates to uh, $250 US. So there's like two questions that we have to ask ourselves. First off, is this a good price? I definitely say, yes, it's a good price. If Nintendo has learned their lesson from the 3DS and the Wii U, it's that you can't price these things too high because it just costs you too much in sales. Both of the 3DS and Wii U, um, they had really good initial runs, but then they didn't sell hardly at all afterward. Um, there were many reasons why 
uh, for the Wii U, but for the 3DS, it was just too damn expensive. And as soon as they lowered that price, the thing started flying off the shelves. I mean, the Nintendo ended up selling, I think it was like 64 million 3DSs, which is a really good sell-through for a console. Um, it looks like Nintendo learned their lesson from those two um, missteps. And if these prices are to be believed, I think that we're going to be getting a cheap console from Nintendo. Uh, the second question that we have to ask ourselves is, do we want a quote-unquote, cheap console from Nintendo. If the console is cheap, well, that tells me that the parts inside aren't very robust. However, I mean, that, that might fill some people with dread. But we also have to remember that when we, whenever, at least for me, whenever I play a, Wii, a game on the Wii U, I think that the games look great on the Wii U. I think it's a fantastic console. It's definitely powerful enough to run what I need, especially Nintendo games, because their games are always so stylized that you can't tell that they're not running on hardware that's as powerful as the quote-unquote competition. So you really don't need a console to be super powerful. What is it? How powerful does it need to be? It needs to be at least as powerful as the Wii U. Now, there are many reports out there that are saying it is as powerful as the Xbox One. I don't know that I believe that. If it's as powerful as the Xbox One, we're probably going to be running into battery issues. Uh, so I, I don't think it's probably as powerful as the Xbox One. But then again, we're all out here grasping at straws in the blind. So who knows? Uh, I think $250 is definitely a fair price. Uh, this is a system that is uh, made by Nintendo, uh, but the chips are coming from NVIDIA. And NVIDIA sold the Shield initially at $200 US. Uh, I think that the second one was $299. I'm not sure exactly the price of that, but uh, it, it was a, about this same price. And that was basically a screen with uh, paddles on the side which is exactly what uh, the Switch is. So I think that this is a really plausible price, and I hope that it's accurate, because if it is, this thing is going to fly off the shelves. Although, if we look at the NES Classic, flying off the shelves might not necessarily be a good thing if Nintendo can't make enough of them, or uh, as if some people are be to be believed if Nintendo refuses to make enough of them in order to drive sales. Uh, let's move on to the other story, uh, and then we'll be done for today, is that apparently Zelda Breath of the Wild may be delayed. Has that sunk in yet? It, it's already been delayed a couple times, and now there's rumors out there that it's going to be delayed again. Again... These are just rumors. So we don't know if this is true or not. Nintendo hasn't announced anything. Uh, but they're coming from um, sources that... Um, they're, they're coming from Laura Dale, who seems to have really good sources out there. Uh, so I hope she's wrong. I hope that the sources are not accurate. But if they are, I'm sure that it's because Nintendo needs to delay the game in order to make it great. You know, everybody goes out and quotes Shigeru Miyamoto. He said, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have it written down in front of me, but a delayed game is eventually good. A rushed game is forever bad. I would be very happy to get 
uh, delayed new, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild game. Because I'm really excited for that franchise. I don't want one that's bad. I don't want a bad Zelda. If there's extra spit and polish that has to happen, then so be it. Here's the question that we wonder. Is there going to be a Zelda in March for the Wii U? Is it going to be on the Switch at the same time as the Wii U? Because here's what here's a big problem for Nintendo. If they put the, the, the game out on the Wii U, the Nintendo fans are going to buy it and they're going to play it. Then when the Switch comes, or, or when the Switch version comes out, it's probably not going to have very good sales. Because you're basically taking all of the people that would have bought Zelda and you're splitting them in half. And so because you're splitting them in half, it's going to look to investors and uh, to others like your game didn't sell as well as it did, even though maybe the same number of copies sold. So what I think Nintendo is going to do if they delay Breath of the Wild on the Switch, uh, and the rumor is that it'll be a summer game, if they do that, they'll also delay uh, Breath of the Wild uh, for the Wii U as well. What are we going to start with when the Switch comes out? There's the million dollar question, because Nintendo has to have a game in order to get this console to fly off the shelves. People aren't going to buy this console Unless it's got games. So what game are we going to have? Well, possibly two. I mean, not saying that there'll only be two, but there's two that are rumored. The first one that's rumored is Splatoon. Now, a lot of people have not played Splatoon. Which is an absolute shame, because Splatoon is a fantastic game. And it's just been languishing on a console that hasn't moved. Uh, Splatoon, if you haven't played it, is a third-person shooter where you have to paint the floor of the uh, arena, whatever color you your team is, like maybe green, while the pink team is trying to paint the floor pink, and you're basically fighting back and forth uh, painting that, which sounds like an awful game, but it's really great, and it's a lot of fun. And getting that, that game onto another system is really important because Nintendo, they want to get their foot into the eSports arena if their little reveal trailer has anything to say. And that's not going to happen if they don't have eSports type titles. And Splatoon is by far, other than Smash Brothers, Splatoon is by far the most eSports-y looking title that they have in their arsenal. So I, I think that Probably Splatoon is going to launch with the with the Switch. Uh, hopefully, I haven't said Wii U too many times on this. Um, hopefully, Splatoon is launching with the Switch. And then the other game that people think that maybe will launch with the Switch is uh, the new Mario game that they showed for like three seconds in the trailer. Now, a lot of people were noticing that there was kind of a Latin American feel to the uh, to that Mario game. And it got me thinking, uh, what Mario games have we ever had in the past that had that vibe to it? And, and I don't really think that there has been very many that had that that vibe to it. Um, but I think the closest would be 
uh, one where there's lots of sand. Because it seemed like a very sandy area. And then I was thinking about it, and I was actually watching a documentary the other day uh, that made me think about Nintendo, or not Nintendo, uh, Super Mario Land, which was on the Game Boy, and Mario went to Sarasa Land to rescue Princess Daisy instead of Princess Peach. And we really haven't been back there. I mean, I think that there was a sequel to Super Mario Land, but it didn't do very well, or at least it wasn't really on my radar. And wouldn't it be neat, since this is a portable system, to go back to the first portable Mario and go back to Sarasa Land and rescue Princess Daisy this time instead of Princess Peach? Not that women need to be rescued. You know what would be really cool? Is if we had Super Princess Peach who had to rescue Mario. That would be a cool pack-in title. So what do you guys think? Do you think $249.99 is a good price for the Nintendo Switch? Uh, do you think it's a mistake for Nintendo to launch the Switch without Zelda to back it up? And um, what games do you think are probably going to be at launch with the Switch? Do you think it's going to be Splatoon and Mario? Or do you think I'm way off base? Alright, so Polygon.com, uh, uh, they have a story that says that eBay sold an NES Classic console every 18 seconds on launch day. That is really fast. Um, if you think about it, the average sale price of $230 means that there's a lot of money that's going out there that Nintendo's not getting. Now... I know that Nintendo actually sold each one of those consoles and then somebody else turned around and sold it for more. So it's not like they are losing out on sales but uh, from this. But what is happening is they're using artificial scarcity. I, and, you know, I say artificial scarcity. I don't really know. Maybe it's real scarcity. Maybe they just can't physically make these things fast enough. But if that's the case, what does that say for the Switch release in March? We'll get back to that in a little bit. No Laughlin, I hope I'm saying that right, on Reddit posted that if you figure that they started selling around 8 a.m., although there were Walmart scalpers that were selling at midnight, that's roughly 16 hours for launch day. There's 57,600 seconds in 16 hours. This equates to roughly 3,200 units sold. So eBay sold over 3,000 units, if this napkin math is correct. With the average selling price of $230, that's $736,000 that was spent on this device that did not go into Nintendo's pocket. Now, the money that did go into Nintendo's pocket is $192,000 from selling, uh, how many was it? Th uh, 3,200 of these. All right. So let me, let me break this down. Nintendo sold 3,200 units on launch day through eBay. Okay. For that 3,200 units, Nintendo receives $192,000. Then those people who bought those then turn around and sell them on eBay, and that generates 
That is a big number. That's a lot of dollars that is not going into Nintendo's pockets. Take into account that eBay makes 10% on every sale. And that's $73,000 that eBay is collecting for basically doing nothing. In fact, eBay made almost 40% of the re- of the revenue that Nintendo made off of scalped consoles on launch day, let alone the $650,000 uh, minus shipping, of course, and PayPal fees that the scalpers made. So almost or over half a million dollars was made by scalpers on launch day for this console because people couldn't buy it. Nintendo needs to figure out how to make enough product to have it on the shelves so that people won't be doing things like this. Let's say for... A a lot of people say that this is artificial scarcity. Nintendo's trying to do this to drive up demand so that uh, people are standing in line generating hype and then they'll let it trickle out over the next couple weeks and then in a month... They'll be on every store shelf. Maybe that's true. Maybe that is how they're going to do it. Maybe Nintendo really can't seem to figure out how to make enough of these. I don't know which of these two scenarios is true. But either way, there is one thing that they could have done to prevent this kind of scalping that was happening. And that is to be a little more transparent. On the day of the release of the NES Classic, Nintendo of America posted on Twitter, not to worry, that there's going to be plenty of them throughout the holiday season. Why didn't Nintendo say that before then? That way, people wouldn't have been selling them on eBay for quite so much. When I was standing in line to buy one of these things... There was more than once where I was talking to somebody and that person said, actually, I think it's a limited run. Nintendo's not making any more of these. So people were under the impression that it was a uh, a collector's item. I mean, it, not that it's not a collector's item, but people were under the impression that they were going to make this one run and then you wouldn't be able to get them ever again. And I can understand why people would spend a lot more on an item that they thought was a limited edition. So when you think about this, the NES Classic as being a limited edition, a lot of collectors are going to shell out a whole bunch of money because they want to have a complete Nintendo collection. And I can understand why they do that. I personally wouldn't do that. I wouldn't pay over the $60 that it already costs. But I can understand why people would. People who collect things, they want to have everything. And because Nintendo was... Um, closed off and non-communicative. Communicative? Is that a word? I think it is. I'm going to pretend it is. We're going to say it is now. Uh, Because Nintendo was so non-communicative, I don't think it's a word, nobody knew whether or not they were going to make more of these until after a bunch of eBay auctions had already happened. So it seems to me like Nintendo, they need to work on two things. First, they need to work on their supply chain. They need to, if what if you are to believe Nintendo that they just underestimated the demand, 
which I don't understand how they could have underestimated the demand because when they announced this thing, people went bananas for it. And then we were clamoring for information for a really long time. You would think that that would be a pretty good signal to Nintendo. Hey, people want this thing. Let's make sure that we build a lot of them. First off, if that's true that they underestimated the demand, then they need to figure out how to estimate demand a lot better. Um, And secondly, they need to be more transparent and they need to communicate with their customers a lot better, especially if they can't figure this out by March. This is what I'm worried about. I'm worried about this happening again with the Switch. If March comes and it's just like it was this time where there's no pre-orders allowed and you're standing in line at midnight at places or lining up outside at 4 a.m. to get uh, to get a hold of one, then it's going to be mayhem and it's going to really tick people off. I really don't want to have to do that, especially in March when the weather... I mean, we lucked out this year in the U.S. It was pretty warm, at least for me here in New York. It was pretty warm uh, when this thing uh, was launched. The chances of it being nice here in March are pretty slim. And standing outside in the nasty, nasty weather that's going to be coming my way come March is really not something that I'm looking forward to. I don't want to have to stand outside of a Best Buy um, in a blizzard waiting for uh, the Nintendo Switch. I want to buy it online. I want to go to the website, Amazon, or for crying out loud, Nintendo, just sell your own damn stuff. Just sell it on your own website. I want to go to Nintendo.com and say, here's my money, send it to me as soon as you can. That's all that people want. And if Nintendo did this, they would really tick off a lot less customers. So I guess the last thing that I want to say is come March, uh, I don't I don't want to have to be standing in line to buy something. Just let me buy it online. And if I don't get it the first day, that's fine. But let me just buy it online. Let me give you my credit card number and send me a thing. That's all we want. Background music today was provided by Alex Maurer at Alex Maurer Music. If you want more awesome chip tunes from Alex Maurer, check out alexmaurer.bandcamp.com. That's A-L-E-X-M-A-U-R.bandcamp.com. Bandcamp.com.